Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Mary Saunders and I'm here with Daniel Beezer who runs the Edge and Media Platforms programme. We are going to be talking today about Edge and private wireless networks and the use cases that use them and their strategies taken by vendors and operators. Edge and private 5G networks are natural complements, but the market is currently very small. So first of all, Daniel, do you want to go through exactly what we mean by private 5G networks and Edge? Right. Well, I think private 5G networks is fairly easy to understand the concept. I think it's Edge that's really problematic. And whenever we there is a discussion around Edge, there's a big bun fight about exactly what that means. Um, and in fact, I remember when we were working on this report, Mary, you said something quite interesting, which is I don't like definitions. Would you like to yeah. <laughs> explain that? So I thought it was a very interesting comment because I think so they I, are difficult. I think often definitions can put things in a box and they're not very kind of fluid. And in the case where there's lots of different use cases, um, a private 5G network can be taken to mean by a vendor as a small campus network or it can be a hybrid network used with a public network. And I think the same thing's true for Edge. I think it absolutely is, but I, I, I think yes, edges are problematic, and I think the difficulty with them is we bring all bring our own bias to these definitions and try and ramp through an agenda without being really, really clear about it. I mean, I think we have to remember the the great adage, Wittgenstein adage, about if you're u- using a a ruler to measure a table, you're also using the table to measure the ruler. Um, but I think I think you just need, if we are clear actually about what we're trying to do, I think they do make sense and if we're not dogmatic with them. So with our definition of edge, which is which is something that's edge native um, and is close to where either the data is uh, produced or consumed, what we're trying to do there is we're trying to actually pick out what's really interesting and transformative about the what's going on in edge. Th- th- there's actually an awful lot of edge computing out there. It has ever been since the 1960s. You know, an awful lot of shops and retail outlets have Windows servers in the back. Um, there's the content delivery uh, network um, system, which should, um, sorry, platforms, which have been around for decades now and deliver video, but it's commoditized. It's not really very, very interesting. So what we're trying to pick out is what's transformative about edge which is really the network and the cloud coming coming together so we're trying to do that um so i think as long and if we're clear actually about what we're trying to pick out which is actually a much smaller subset of what a lot of people mean when they talk about the edge then i think um that will actually give a a great deal of value about what we're talking about now in this particular report we're talking about the the kind of the, the absolutely the far edge the industrial um what we call the industrial edge which is something quite quite different say from the the edges that you see that are being built out by amazon as local zones or or equinix in in regional metro um data centers which you call the metro edge or the interconnect edge where we see traffic breaking out so we're talking about something that's that, that's on the whole happening in a, in a smart city on, a, on an assembly line or in a port does that make sense so um but in the report what we did is we we, we got 10 um, use cases. Um, so I don't know, Mary, if you want to talk about what we're we're seeing in those, what kind of drivers and what what kind of um, what's the environment like where these private network and edge use cases are occurring. Yeah. So currently, only 15% of private LTE networks have edge compute, and this is expected to grow as the public cloud um, is not able to support the more complex applications we envision for 5G such as AR and VR. So we decided to look through what are the key drivers for um, vendors 
kind of adopting these private networks. Um, so within the 10 deployments we looked at, real-time analytics emerged as the key driver. And this is because it facilitated each application it looked at. So this facilitated kind of real-time data analytics, the low latency that everybody goes on about when you talk about 5G and the network capacity. Um, security and regulation was also very important as it allowed all the data to remain on-premise within the isolated network. And although latency was previously thought to be a key driver of edge compute and cellular um, adoption, we found this was um, less important than the other two factors. Um, and I guess this is because it is enabled by real-time analytics and security in a number of our use cases was very important. There's lots of um, importance on um, mm. data sovereignty at the moment. Yeah, and did you were there any particular use cases you'd you'd want to pick out that are worth talking about? Yeah, so um we looked at a digital twin in a factory in Barcelona. So this is a digital twin is when a replica factory is produced digitally and different scenarios can be tested to measure any gains in productivity. So this could be repositioning the equipment, for instance. Um and this is done through 5G-enabled robotic welding cells in this particular instance, which was at an automotive factory. And the cells process raw data from the machines, and it has other applications such as fault detection as well. And a streamlined data feed is ingested into a digital twin located at an edge node near the factory. And low latency was the first requirement. Stamp wanted to see the effects of adjusting the parameters in real time. Um, this hinges on real-time analytics as the data must be processed in real-time to facilitate the low latency. And they will have also been able to cut down on infrastructure spend through using um, existing infrastructure. So they use Telefonica's existing public multi-access edge compute platform. Um, they also see it as a future platform with this being the first step in a process of IT-OT convergence. So this use case shows an opportunity for existing operators such as Telefonica um, or data center companies um, to help these um, enterprises deploy such networks that they now um, increasingly demand. Yes, and um, I guess if I'm looking at the, the drivers and use cases trying to draw conclusions, I think the three main ones, I'll pick out three um, things that we've learned. Um, and the first bit is that um, despite the fact that most of our use cases involve what one might call quite traditional um, industries, so manufacturing, logistics, uh, that the um, shipping, I think it was a shipping example, um, they are actually already showing interest in um, in shared edges, um, particularly uh, actually the Gestamp example you just talked about there, they actually um, are running their, not just their call, but also their digital twin out of out of a, a Telefonica data center that's very close to their factory. So that's the crucial thing is this is an industrial, shared industrial edge that's been put in an, in, in, in a logistic, in, in an industrial zone in a city and it's delivering shared services. Now, this is quite, quite almost contrary to expectation because you always expect manufacturing companies to absolutely want to own, own everything and have everything on premise. So that was quite interesting. We're beginning to see the, the, the acceptance of um, of shared services at the edge. Um, the second thing I, I think I'd like to point, I think it's worth pointing out, we discovered is, is that integration is really emerging as a, sort of, as, a, as a 
as a killer app, so to speak, as a key um, feature of Edge. Um, and you you spoke, Mary, about the, the real-time analytics. Most of our use cases we found were actually real-time analytics, which is absolutely right. Um, and I think the reason why people are deploying private networks and real-time analytics at the edge is, is actually a lot of it's a cost reason because um, if you've got sensors and, and video cameras and heat cameras and things like that and on assembly line, um, they're just going to produce an enormous amount of data of which very little of it is actually going to be of any use at all. Very little of it you're going to want to keep. So the idea of actually transporting those really, really large, rich um, media files back and forth from the cloud is be prohibitively expensive. So it makes much more sense to actually store it and, um, and action it and actually process it in some kind of way on site. But what that means, um, but what the sort of holy grail for these enterprises is they don't want to just generate all this data, all this video. They actually want to use it. They want to, they want to use it and integrate it with other line of business applications. So you know, if you take the example of someone who's got fault detection on an assembly line, um, looking um, to picking up, let's say, in the one in 10,000 um, cans or whatever it is that that isn't quite right. What they want to do is to integrate that data into, say, an inventory control system where, say, the spare part that needs replacing can be ordered up super quick. So the integration there is the key part, and that's really what businesses are looking for. But, um, and I think a lot of the operators we looked at, very few of them actually, oddly enough, integrating um, edge services or in, into other parts of the product portfolio. They are a bit into private wireless, but not very much into other parts of their portfolio. But um, that's that's an opportunity we think they're missing. Um, and the last thing I think I want to pick up is that that um, actually this is something I think I got some commentary from the private network side of the house about specific location. We're saying that there's no longer any demand for specific location as an edge use case. Um, and what we're trying to pick up there is that you know, four or five years ago when edge emerged, edge computing emerged use category, um, the really widely discussed use case was connected cars. Um, you're really, really talking about workloads following the end user, of course, you get with a connected car or connected lorry. I mean, if you think of a truck going from one end of Europe across, you know, 40, 50 odd networks, that's the kind of use case that people were interested in. And the, 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 the companies, the software stacks that emerged then were kind of layered um, and dealt with all the problems that you have in that particular use case. But actually, all the use cases we found in this report are quite different from that. They're a long way away from the connected, the mobile connected car case. Um, and, they're, and they're all pretty static. And also, they're all involving fairly heterogeneous um, end devices as well, which can be stateless. Um, so actually, this is uh, has a kind of knock-on effect in software because you're, you're seeing that um, and you saw this really with VMware there, they recently announced uh, Edge Orchestrator. It's very much following, uh, it's, it's a very, very compressed, converged um, um, piece of software rather than the kind of layered software that we we're seeing in earlier iterations um, of the Edge stack. So that's kind of a significant development um, also we picked up and we're seeing that in the use cases. So th th those are the three main um, things we, 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 I think we're picking out in the report. Great, thank you, Daniel. Um, and thank you for joining the podcast today. You've also written an article looking in more detail at the Shared Industrial Edge, which is available for free download from our website. Um, if you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. As always, we welcome your comments, feedbacks and reviews. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.